Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Swipe in the City. You've got Marie here. And Michelle, as always. It's just the two of us today. It is. It is. Just the two of us. We just are, the two of us. We're working on some scheduling, but some days you just get us, some days you get some special guests. But uh, we're just kind of cranking some content out today. Yeah. How how are things going? What's been going on? <sighs> things are good. Um, I feel like I've got a lot going on as, as usual. Um, work has been busy. Uh, this week was pretty productive. I uh, had like started my day earlier each day. Love it. It's Love wild it. how much more you get done when you wake up at a reasonable time. It, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> so. Um, that's definitely a habit I'm looking at bringing into next week. Love it. Also, um, I think I've talked about it on a few episodes, trying to find a new therapist. I've got a, like a meet and greet appointment scheduled for next week. I love that you refer to it as a meet and greet, like as if this is a potential like dog walker. <laughs> I mean, basically, like, yeah. about, like walking my emotions, maybe. I don't know. That um, feels like it'd be good for you. So it, it feels good to have that scheduled. It's something that I've been wanting to to do and needing to do for a while. Um, we both have a couple trips planned. I mm-hmm. uh, I woke up to uh, tickets to Maui. So I'm <laughs> booked overnight. So Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, really, really excited. Um, it's been, I think, a couple, of, like over two years since I've been out there. And that's kind of like... Yeah. I don't want to say it was like a second home for me, but my parents have been out there for like five or six years. So, um, I was going a lot more when I was in Portland. So yeah, going to do that. Um, yeah. Other than that, have, have I been going on dates? Not the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Not the last couple of weeks. Um, I've had a few like IRL meets and like conversations, but nothing that's manifesting into more than like a couple of beers. Fair. (laughs) That's fair. How about you? Yeah, I've been um, busy with work, too, and I mean, I didn't wake up to tickets to Vegas, but my mom did call me <laughs> on a Saturday morning, and she literally pulled, like, the, we're going to Vegas, and I was like, Mom, are you are you okay? Like, I really think the pandemic did get to her, but, <laughs> and then she did also, so we're going to Vegas, and then I'm home for three days, and then immediately going to Chicago for about a week and a half. Um, and God bless my mother because she bought those tickets too. She was just so, I think she's just so excited, um, to do anything. And I haven't, I I think it's been three years since I've been back to Chicago. That's wild. Yeah. I feel like I've talked about that trip more on this podcast, like over the past couple of weeks, because like, there's a part of me that's like still getting my head around it. Yeah. Oh, that place (laughs) where I lived half my life. Do you, do you get any like anxiety or stress related to going home? Like only seeing my dad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that though, I mean, no, not really. Um, I'm really excited to see, uh, a lot of my old friends because it's like they either in the past couple of years, um, are now like in relationships. Like I'll get to meet one of my friends' fiancés. Um, and then I have a couple friends who popped out kids. So it's like, that's <laughs> wild. <laughs> You're going to go on like the baby, like the baby train meeting all the little nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of them, uh, it's her second. So, uh, I've met the first, but yeah. And then the other one, it's, it's her first. So it's, 
it's crazy. I'm like, Jesus, everybody's, everybody's having babies and I'm over here like, here's my podcast, baby. Yeah, 100%, 100%. When I go back, I'm going back to Portland in September for another wedding and um, ideally, I mean, I mean, not ideally, that sounds weird. One of my friends is expecting her second baby, like mm. one of my really, really good friends. And so I will hopefully get to meet, see like my little niece and then meet yeah. the new little nugget too, which is exciting. Nugget. <laughs> nugget. I like to hang out with babies for like five seconds, an hour. And then I'm like, okay, okay you can have a back now. Where are the dogs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we've both been grinding and it's going to be a really really busy summer Mm -hmm. but you know I think we also thrive a little bit when we've got a lot going on yeah I mean it's and especially after a lot of nothing yeah everything um it's nice to have stuff on the calendar and you know start thinking about IRL events that we're doing too um which everybody who's listening should be on the lookout for some of those announcements coming up um yeah should we get into today's topic yeah that does remind me though I've been getting a lot of like requests for us to do another speed dating event. A lot of you have been asking. A lot of you have been DMing <laughs> asking. So that's something we should we should talk about. Yeah, but, um, I mentioned that to Sammy the last time I was at Wanderlust. I was like, we got to get another one of these on the book. Like that was so much fun. It was so fun, and there were like a couple good connections made. There I don't think it, I don't think it resulted in any like LTRs, but. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. And it's a fun new way to meet people. I, yeah. Well, I mean, it's an old way of meeting people, but, like, it's... It's coming back. It's coming back. back. Like, 90s jeans. Yeah. I've seen a lot of, like, <laughs> which I'm literally wearing. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. Um, But, yeah, should we dive into today's topic, Michelle? Let's do it. Speaking of meeting people uh whether you love them or hate them dating apps are still here Mm -hmm. i don't think they're going away anytime soon no uh so we wanted to do another episode in our dating best practices series on app etiquette yeah and i think we've touched on some of these things in past episodes but like part of that was also pandemic related so now coming out of it um and then i think it's also nice to kind of just discuss etiquette in general which Personally, I think a lot of people could use a little bit. I mean, I probably could. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. My mom raised me to know which side to put the fork in the knife. I would, like, eat standing up in the kitchen. I don't know. We usually had proper sit-down family dinners. Because we're, you know, yeah. we're just always, my whole family is just, like, busy bodies. We're always doing stuff. But, um. Feels right. So what's just, like. When we say app etiquette, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Being polite. If you're a dude, I feel like that means being, like, gentlemanly. And no matter what you are, like, just respectful. Because, I mean, we've literally created a whole series on shit guys say because they say shit that is either uh, not respectful or just plain stupid. So that's what I think of. What do you think of? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely respect is a big one. And just like, I don't know, common sense and like <laughs> responsiveness. Uh, I think responsiveness is one um, yeah. that I've been thinking about lately. Like, But to be fair, I'm very non-responsive because I keep the notifications off yeah. on Hinge. 
And so it's kind of funny because I feel like a little bit of a, um, um, I know what you're getting at, tip of my tongue. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give y'all recommendations that I don't follow myself on this episode. So welcome to the shit show. Can't wait. Um, yeah. So one of the things I would say is like response times. And again, this is somewhere where I'm really bad. So like, let's say you match with somebody. It's a, you know, Tuesday, you start chatting back and forth. I like, I don't expect someone to be responding immediately or like throughout the work day. Mm -hmm. But I think once you go beyond a full day in between messages back and forth, one, I mean, that's like such a like drug out conversation. Yeah. And you, any momentum you might have in like having a conversation, I feel like just dissipates in that sense. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, when you have someone that replies a week later mm-hmm. or six days later, it also, I mean, cause this is part of why I'm not super responsive. It's just like, it's not a priority for me. Right. Or I'm not that interested. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I think that does responsiveness says a lot. Um, especially like, have you ever like matched with somebody like where they on hinge specifically? So they're sitting in your bucket of likes Mm. and you accept the match, like don't even say anything. You just accept. And then they message you like right away. I have, but I feel like that's just for people who have notifications on. Well, but even if you're doing something, if you see the notification, I feel like it's kind of thirsty. Because I'm like, oh, you're literally just sitting here, like, <laughs> you're, you're sitting leaving. here waiting for matches, and <laughs> just you're like, just, go, like, go, yeah. Pokemon Go, yeah. was it the thing? Oh, my God, I was so into that. Gotta capture it. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. People fucking running in the middle of the street with their head down, staring at their phone, trying to catch invisible. Girl, that was crazy. I would walk Luna all around here, because there would always be Pokemon uh, by the lake. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I feel like if someone's, like, immediately responsive, it, so on one hand, it can come off as a little thirsty. On mm-hmm. the other hand, it could be, like, again, if it's if it's a Wednesday evening and you this is the time that I'm on my phone mm-hmm. and I'm on Hinge, then I'm going to be, like, more responsive. But I do, like, yeah, even with texting, it can drive me a little crazy. If it's not relative to, like, making plans or like, figuring something specific out, if someone's just, like, message, 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 because it's, like, yo, we're gonna run out of stuff to talk about really fast. <laughs> well, yeah, and then it's, like, at the same time, if you're having a conversation over the course of several days, but it's, like, I think you were talking about this on one of the shit guys say, because he's, like, oh, how are you today? And you responded, like, the following day, and then he didn't respond until, like, two days later, and it's just, like, that's not even, like, now you're like, oh, I'm good. Like, that's not even relevant because by the time he messages you back, you might not be good anymore. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of a pet peeve of mine yeah. is when it's, the message is really, like, time sensitive yeah. to be relevant because it's, yeah, I'm probably not going to respond that, or, like, how is your morning going? Like, I'm not going to respond within this two-hour window you're giving me. Right. Like, you're messaging me at 10 o'clock on a work day, like. I'm sorry, I can't respond to you. I'm on calls. What do you think is, what do you think is, like, the appropriate, appropriate range of response times for messaging? Let's just say, like, you just matched and sent, like, the first message. Um, 
I think I, I give more grace for the first message because especially if you aren't actively on the app, I think I start that clock the second the second person responds. Does that make sense? So like, yeah, if I send a like or a match back to a guy, um, I don't start his clock until he messages me and says, hey, what's up? That's, that's fair. Yeah. So then from there, I would say, like, you know, give it 12 hours. Yeah. And then um, from there, I feel like things either need to go in the direction of quick, quick conversations to planning a date or if they go, like, if they drag it on, then it's just not going to go anywhere and it's not worth your time. Yeah, I feel that. I used to be really big on, like, a lot of chatting before meeting up with someone and it just, like, it just resulted in conversations dying because you can't really... Oh, not here for a pen pal, which is also not something I'd recommend putting on your profile because it makes you look like an asshole. But like, 100%. but because also it's like, no, like we're not here for a pen pal. Like that's not why I'm on a dating app. Right. Yeah. I, um, I feel like 12 to 24 hours, like a day, like a day next day response to me is reasonable. Yeah. Um, and you know, you may have time where you're both on the app and you're like chatting or not. But I also, like, if I'm really, really interested based on either, like, their profile or the initial message or whatever, I move to text pretty quickly. Yeah. Because, A, those notifications are on. Right. (laughs) And, B, like, you can have more of a natural conversation over text, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Well, because, I mean, like you said, you're getting the notification. Yeah. You can see it. Um, You're not having to open yet another app to, like, talk to somebody. So how soon do you give your phone number out I feel like it from what it sounds like it's based on how you feel about the person and the the conversation yeah I would say it's typically within like a day or two which might be a handful of messages and it might be 20 messages um the exception to that is I would say if it's like a Thursday or Friday and I'm wanting to like make plans for the weekend yeah. Sometimes I'll reach out like really, really quickly with it and just mm-hmm. be like, Hey, you know, like my, my plans are open. Yeah. You seem great. If you want to, if you want to coordinate. Um, so I think that's the exception where I'll send it quickly. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like I think a, a day or two, um, just to feel out. Cause if I gave my number to every single person I matched with, I'd have this inbox full of like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, hey, it's so and so from him, or not even that, just hey, I'm like, who are you? I don't know, give me <laughs> please. Yeah, I mean, well, and I'll kind of gauge it on the other person's response time, too. Like, I think I said this on a past episode. Um, when Luke and I first started messaging, he I matched with him and he matched back a couple of days later and the conversation I realized within the first couple of messages was just taking longer. So I'm like, Oh, he's probably about on this app about as much as I am, which is not much. Um, and so I was like, yeah, if you want to talk, here's my number. Like let's talk Taylor Swift. Um, (laughs) so I think, well, and maybe we have a better read on other people because of, like, sales skills and, like, acumen. Yeah. But I don't know that everybody has that. 
scale. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Um, so kind of looking at timelines, when do you feel like it's a good time or appropriate to like ask someone to meet up? Um, not on the app. I feel like you should wait until you have somebody's phone number to ask them out. Um, I mean, I need to know if you have green texts, so I need that phone number first. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I don't like it when it's the first message. Yeah. Like, I feel like, yes, when it was Tinder and once these apps first came out, they were much more about, like, instant gratification. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, you're hot. Like, come meet me. There's still very instant gratification, to be fair. There is. There is. But I think, like, the way that Hinge is designed, it's designed to be conversational. Mm -hmm. It's designed to promote, like, establishing some sort of... Again, you're obviously not going to figure out, like, if you have genuine chemistry with someone over Hinge. No. But establishing some sort of... Something. Vibe or connection or thing in common or whatever that might be. And so when someone's just like, hey, want to come over and watch dinner or eat dinner. Watch dinner. <laughs> I have, again, I'm going to save it for shit guys say, but I've got that one where he's like, oh come over and if to my liking, we can watch, like, watch a movie. I'm like, that's fucking weird. That's <laughs> not all. And what, like, oh, I'm going to come over like a fucking prize pony and if I'm not to your liking, yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> so, I don't like in the first message. I do think if you're someone who's less comfortable giving your phone number out, then I think it's fine to, because I know a lot of people that just, like, are uncomfortable getting out their number. Um, I think it's fine to to make plans over the app or to, or to like, start to make plans and then move to a number because yeah. it's, like, oh, this will be easier to coordinate. Yeah, but, like, I think you need to establish something before that. Like, I think there should be at least a little back and forth. Yeah. Um, Because I agree. Like, and I'm very, like, one of those people that would want to establish, like, a date or some time to meet earlier on. Yeah. Because, like, we keep talking about with momentum, but, like, you don't want to do it too soon. And I think you have to kind of learn a little bit about the other person, too. And I feel like based on the way they respond to your questions, you can also kind of make a guess as to whether or not you're overstepping by asking them. Yeah, I think that's true, too. Like kind of feeling out the conversation mm -hmm. and seeing, and if they're being really, really short and non-responsive, they're probably not that into you and they probably don't want to jump to a date. Right. And that's fine. Like, yeah. move on. <laughs> Just move they're, on. They're probably talking to you for the instant gratification to get somebody like, there's the hard truth. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing it for the attention or because they're bored, which admittedly, like we do that sometimes. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sometimes I'm on there and I'm just it like, happens. who liked me today? Yeah. And I'm like a little insecure. Who liked me? Yeah. <laughs> what are they liking? Um, but yeah, I think in terms of asking someone out, it, it does depend too. Because again, some people I think vet for a lot longer. Yeah. And some people are more into meeting. So I think when there's a common interest, so, or like a relevant event. So if you both are into like stand-up comedy and there's a show tomorrow or like, um, or even, like, we had our event last week, and Paul brought a date to it, which was really awesome. Yeah. You know, because it's like, hey, my friends are doing this thing. It's cool. Um, I think that's odd. obviously wasn't, like, a first date, so it's a little right. different. But right. um, then I feel like, yeah, it just, it just has to be natural and not a weird, like, 
out of left field. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it, there needs to just be something established, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It has to be at least a little something. Like, I feel like you can't go from hey, what's up to, like, want to get a drink. I don't think that's really fair. Agreed. Um, how do you feel about unmatching people? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think every once in a while it's okay to clean up your matches. Depending on how active and the way that you use the app, too. Like, if you're... If you get drunk and you match with everybody, maybe, like, you might need to wake up the next morning and unmatch a few people. True. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe for you, and they're being funny, mm -hmm. then you have to go and do some cleanup. Yeah. So do you think it's more, like, respectful, or, like, as we're talking about etiquette here, to just, like, let a conversation die, or maybe stop responding, or just to, to pull the, the trigger and do the unmatch? I... For me personally, it takes a lot to get me to like unmatch or block somebody because I just, I don't see it as necessary unless I think they're like a threat yeah. in some way. So I think if you're talking to somebody and maybe they say something you don't like, unmatching seems a bit like overkill. It feels a little passive aggressive. It does. And yeah. I don't know why, like it shouldn't, but... It I is, agree. It, it feels That's like it's, like, passive-aggressive. Yeah, it just, I mean, if you're going to unmatch somebody at that point, I feel like you should at least just say, like, hey, look, like, we're not the match. <laughs> well, you have to be careful, though, because speaking of etiquette, uh, a couple weeks ago, I, like, messaged this guy, and or we were, we were going back and forth, and... Um, I just like, hey, and this was, this had been the second time we matched. So we matched once. Oh, conversation died. I didn't find it. Like, it was familiar, but I was like, whatever. We matched again, have this back and forth. And then I was just like, hey, like, I'm not really feeling like a connection here. Yeah. yeah. And he got like really aggressive in response and was like, yeah, well, it's really hard to feel like you can't make a connection through texting that like red flag it came off real aggressive and he said something along the lines of like I don't know if it was like delete my number but I didn't even have his number but like <laughs> he ended it on like a really aggressive note and I was like oh dodged a bullet with that one yeah I mean well that's just it right like that's a huge red flag so if you do say something like that which to me I feel like saying hey look like Thanks for your time. Yeah. It's not the match. I think that's very respectful. And then if they take something... Now, if you're saying, like, oh, you know, because you like this band and I like their, you know, whatever. Yeah. Their competitor. Um, then we can absolutely never be a match. Fuck you. Never talk to me again. Right. Like, that's different than politely saying, hey, like, yeah, I don't think this is the match for me. Um, and so then if they take something like that aggressively, I think that is a hundred percent dodged a bullet. Yeah. I did the right thing. So, I mean, it's, it's going to happen. That's when, that's when people show their colors. Yeah. I do feel, I, I don't know. I feel conflicted about the unmatching. Like I never unmatched. And then lately I've been doing it a little bit more because I had this situation where I was like, just letting the conversation die off, not mm -hmm. really responding. And then over a week later, he, like, reached out again. Yeah. And so then it was, like... I had a few like that. 
and kind of like trying to strike up a conversation again. And then he says something weird about needing a hug. Like, not like just saying he had a hard day or something. I was like, this is weird. I don't know. So I don't like, care about your day. So I matched <laughs> him in the first place because, you know, so yeah. I go back and forth with it. Um, what about, so if you go on a date and oh. it's not going to be a second date. And so you, you unmatch them. I think that's a little fucked up. I think that, yeah, I don't do that. I think that's a little, again, that's a little more aggressive aggressive. Yeah. I've had guys do that to me before and it's kind of. Like, it's kind of just mean. It's like you didn't need to take it that far. Well, here's the other thing. You don't have a limited number of matches living in your match bucket. Right. Like, you're not, oh, I need to clear this out because I can only have 10 conversations going at once in the app. Like, if you can find them on hit. Well, and they just, after like a few days, I think, or whatever it is, they just go into the hidden area anyway. So it's not a big deal. I feel like. Some people do that as a less direct way of reacting yeah. you mm-hmm. rather than just saying, hey, nice to meet you. Not interested. Right. I think that more happens. people, honestly, I think people in general need to get more comfortable with saying, hey, like, it's not going to work for me. You're great. But like, yeah, it's not right. Um, trying to think. That kind of ties into, so if you've already gone out with someone and, or already have their number, and then they message you on the app. I hate that. Like, I had, I I think I told this story in Shit Guy Say because then he, he texted me when I called him out on Hinge. Yeah. For responding to me. This was a guy I dated before Luke, and then he he went out of town. It was actually yeah. one of those. Yeah. So he went out of town and he was, he actually ended up being gone for like months and months. Um, and then he hit me back up over hinge, which I was like, okay, I don't understand why you're even doing this. Like, did you delete my number? Like, what's your problem? <laughs> yeah. I had it happen in the last like week or two. And it's gross. Well, I'm just like, you have, you, you have my number. Right. Why are you using a less direct way? Right. To communicate with me. It's just, I don't, I don't know what the point is. Other than maybe like, maybe because it is less direct, it's like, uh, less of a hand raise. Like they kind of want to poke you. Right. And see how you respond. And then they'll, like, come out with whether they want to meet up with you again or not or something. Yeah. Or, like, they're kind of, like, a pussyfoot way around, um, like, avoiding a rejection. If, like, because it's, like, oh, if texting is the best way to get in touch with me and you text me and I don't respond, in your head, it's, like, oh, they're ignoring me. Versus if you go on the app, you can give yourself the excuse of like, oh, maybe they just deleted the app or like, oh, they don't have their notifications turned on. It's much easier to accept being ignored there. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. And that yeah, also aligns with, I think, those like outreach methods. Too, yeah. Or those particular situations. Yeah. Um, so... 
I mean, I think we've touched on, I was going to go into appropriate, but let's do that at the end. When do you think, since we're talking about, oh, maybe they just delete the app. When do you think is the right time to delete the app if you're with somebody? I think it depends on, I mean, I feel like once you've established your exclusive, whether that's two weeks in or 12 weeks in. Yeah. I feel like once you've established that you're exclusive, because if you're not seeking additional partners or new partners or dates, then what's the point? Then what's the point? I also think that in terms of building, again, this is like if you're in a monogamous exclusive relationship. Right. Um, I think when you're building up the kind of foundation to that, getting that attention or that satisfaction outside of from that person yeah. can actually have like a negative impact on, um, can actually have a negative impact on how you start building that relationship. I think it makes it more difficult to build that relationship. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. And I mean, unless, I guess, unless you have a dating podcast, you don't have any reason <laughs> to need, uh, <laughs> to yeah. need a dating app on yeah. your phone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's a little different, you know, or if, again, depending on the boundaries of that, that particular relationship. I mean, that's the other thing too. I was listening to, uh, I think it might've been you up the other day, but they were talking about, you know, if like, if you're out at the, you know, bar with your girls and someone's just kind of like chatting with you, but you don't like exchange info or anything like that, you don't, you know, take it too far. It's like, okay, where is that boundary? And again, I think that comes mm. back to your, it comes back to your relationship and what your partner is comfortable with. Yeah. And what you're comfortable with. For sure. Um, on kind of a similar note, this we don't have on our list, but what are your thoughts of people expressing outright on their dating apps that they are in a non-traditional relationship. So they're in an open relationship or, you know, they're polyamorous. Um, have you seen a lot of that? I've seen that. I've only seen that on Tinder. I don't think I've ever seen that on Hinge. Feels right for Tinder. <laughs> um, but I mean, honestly, like I, I respect that you're, mm-hmm. you're showing up in a transparent way. You're being honest about like what your intentions are and yeah. then you're allowing, you're allowing the other person who's like swiping or sees your profile do you have that information and use that to make their decision on if that's something they're interested in or not. So I, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of transparency and communication, uh, perhaps? communication and disclosure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think, I think it's important. Um, and I think that's a very different type of transparency than the people who are like, I'm just here for hookups. It's like, okay, right. well, that's a little aggressive. <laughs> well, yeah, I think when people are like, oh, like, if you're just looking for hookups, swipe left or whatever. Like, yeah. The, it is a very different way of saying, like, here's what I'm looking for. But there's also something to be considered depending on how much information they give you. As they may be like, oh, I'm in an open relationship, but they're looking for kind of like a, another party. Like, yeah. the, the woman who did my tattoo last weekend, um was referring to, like, different people as her partner. Like, she has a nesting partner. She has, like, kind of, I guess, like, different people that fulfill different needs. Yes. 
Um, and that is the way that some of those relationships work. Yeah. Um, so just because they're saying like, hey, I'm in a relationship, a committed relationship, doesn't mean that they're just there for sex. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, I think disclosure is always good when it's, yeah. when it's done to, to be intentional and say like, hey, this is what you should understand. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it on Hinge. Um, and then also there are apps specifically for those types yeah. of situations mm-hmm. too. And so, you know, it makes sense to, obviously more people are on Hinge, right? So you're right. going to be there, but it makes sense to have some of those more like specialized apps as well. If you're looking for something that's really specific. Yeah. And I think, um, well, honestly, like from what I've understood from other people telling me about the way that their relationship in that sense works, I think honestly that that some of the more polyamorous, non-monogamous relationships are more communicative mm-hmm. than traditional monogamous. Um, like, you, I don't think I've ever seen a guy put that on his profile. And not, not to totally trash men, but I've only seen it on women's profiles. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So whether it's because maybe that it's that they're looking for a third partner and want that to be female... Or there's something about women that they're more willing to be open and transparent about that from the get-go. I I just think it's kind of interesting. It might also be that that coming from a woman's a little less, like, threatening is the wrong word. Yeah. But I think it's received a little bit more of um, this is their relationship style rather than this is just some guy looking for a threesome. Yeah. So I think there's, there's something mm-hmm. there, too, for how it's, like, perceived and why that would be a little bit more, like, not an easier land, but yeah, more comfortable for people, maybe. Yeah. Well, and I think comfort level is also something to come across in the way that they communicate, hey, I'm in a, you know, relationship. Um, for sure. Um, now we have a couple more on here, but I feel like we covered some of, like, the bigger things we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. I know we've mentioned like appropriate versus inappropriate messages. Um, I think anything that's like hypersexual while you're still talking on the app or for me, that's just like not appropriate. Even if that's what you're there for. Yeah. I don't think you should lead with that. I don't think it's respectful. Yeah. Agreed. And especially if there's no, I mean, it's one thing if like, both people are on the app. They're both, you know, looking for a certain, like, sexual encounter or hookup. And they're both leading into that conversation. Yeah. That's probably when it's different. just random. But, yeah, when it's just a guy being, like... Or the first message. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I want to do this, this, and that. It's, like... Your thick thighs. No. Like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think... Well, and also, I don't know that guys always think about, like, just how many messages like that women receive. Yeah. Um, And the fact that, like, they don't necessarily, like, that's not necessarily complimentary. Right. You know, like, when you're walking your damn dog and somebody's honking at you, like, they're, I guess, trying to tell you that you're hot or they're physically attracted to you. But it's not a compliment. It's fucking rude. Right. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Like, yeah, getting, like, hooted and hollered at. I mean, sometimes I'm like, you know, 
I am wearing some very short shoes. I don't think any. It doesn't no, matter it how doesn't, short. No, it doesn't matter. Tight your pants are. No, I know. That's not an invite. But it's not, and it's not like, and also there's no, what? What are you going to accomplish with that? Right. Yeah, that's but, what I ask every single time. Um. Yeah, I think that's like coming back to the app too. You're, you're kind of asking for something. Like you're putting out a message that you don't have like permission for yet. Right. Like, yeah. like in that context, if it's the first, second, third message, like I haven't given you the, in my opinion, the, right. like, not to tie to like, like almost like permission or consent to, to consent. ask me those questions or to, you know, um, so yeah, I definitely think anything that's really sexual, I feel like anything, I think it's inappropriate to come in with anything that could come off as like condescending or rude or just like how would you judge that like what's do you have any examples of like a condescending message you've received not top of mind I just feel like I've had a few where I'm like this is like this isn't a pickup line or this isn't like expected. <laughs> this just comes off as like rude like interesting it could be something where they're like questioning one of your prompt responses okay. or maybe like an example could be, like, with the vast status. They mm. could, like, come in hot and be like, oh, so you're one of the sheep that got vaccinated or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I think even when you're trying Whereas, to like, do there's, it, there's no reason for you to say that to me. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's guys trying to be, like, funny, and they'll come in. Like, I'm a very sarcastic person. Yeah. But also it's, like, a little bit just, it, like, takes you aback when you got some of those initial messages, and it's like, are you... I get you're trying to be funny, but we haven't established anything for me to understand. You have to know your humor. Yeah. Right? Like, they, yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of guys do try to lead with humor because that's probably true to who they are as a person, which is great. Um, But they forget that when you're texting or messaging, how much of that initial communication you're losing. Totally. So even just saying, hey, what's up, could be hey, what's up? Or it can be, hey, what's up? Right. You know? Yeah. A lot of that type of stuff doesn't translate well. Or at all. Or at, or or at all. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, the number of messages that I've sent that are extremely sarcastic that go well over my mother's head is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And she knows my sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Sarcasm can definitely come into play, but I think it's a few messages in. It's once you, like, kind of your conversation styles. Or even met the person in real life. Like, yeah, it's totally different if I send something to you, you knowing that I'm sarcastic. Right. And I say something, like, totally, I don't even know what I would say. But um, you understand that that's sarcastic because you've met me and you know my tone. Yeah versus if you've never even had a real verbal conversation, it's hard to tell. For sure. Yeah. Well, Michelle, I think that we have a great guidebook here. Um, Y'all be on the lookout for the PDF version <laughs> of our dating best practices <laughs> advice. It's so sound. Yes. Our first ebook's coming out. Summer, oh my God. Fall 2021. I was going to suggest uh, we do an audiobook, and then I was like, oh wait, an audiobook is basically the podcast. <laughs> so on that note, we're both very hungry <laughs> and need more coffee. Yes. So to Lazarus we go. Yes. Marie, where can people find us? Swipe and the city across all platforms. 
you know all the major ones. I don't need to list them. <laughs> and I think that's a wrap. Thanks, y'all.